You're listening to Following the Way, a podcast devoted to the examination of Scripture and Christ-centered practices to help us live in devotion to the way of Jesus. It's good to be together. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, everyone. And I want to uh, also just remind you, if you're enjoying this podcast, please rate us on iTunes or share us on Spotify. Uh, Let us know um, how you're enjoying this and how it is uh, encouraging you and, uh, and building you and helping you follow the way of Jesus. So this week, we have been looking at some specific passages of scripture, and as we're looking at them, asking, how do these inform our understanding of what it means to be an apprentice of Jesus as we are seeking to learn what it means to follow the way of Jesus and be with him and become like him? And so uh, today, I want to look at some verses in Matthew 11, uh, specifically starting at verse 28. Well-known verses, I'm sure many of you will recognize these. Jesus says, starting in verse 28, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light." These are, are very comforting words. They have been used um, throughout the centuries and throughout all of the history of the church to uh, bring much comfort and much hope to people as they are walking through very difficult circumstances. And within this, at the beginning, verse 28, is once again an invitation to follow the way of Jesus. Jesus has come to me, and he's speaking again to those who would be disciples, those who would submit their lives to him and yield to him. Dallas Willard, he has a great quote uh, around these uh, words that, that I really like. He says, spiritual formation in the Christian tradition is a process of increasingly being possessed and permeated by the character traits of Jesus as we walk in the easy yoke of discipleship with Jesus, our teacher, or Jesus, our rabbi. We are following his way as his apprentices. And It's important to note there that he says spiritual formation in the Christian tradition because the reality is that spiritual formation is happening to all of us. And the question is not, are we being formed? But again, what are we being shaped and formed into by what we are giving practice to in our lives? Now, we also hear these verses and we might understand as, and and for many of us, maybe this is the understanding we grew up with, that come to me all who are heavy laden and, you know, all those who are, are working for the kingdom, all who feel heavy and worn out, come to Jesus for rest. And then there's this picture of this yoke upon us. Take, he says, take my yoke upon you. And, and that, the, the yoke was the wooden harness on the back of two oxen. And so we understand this as coming alongside Jesus in his work, being yoked to him, being with him, learning from him. And it's it's right in the text, right? And so this is how we would understand this in many respects. And, you know, 
we would see this as Jesus is saying, don't labor on your own. Come alongside me. Learn from the gentleness and humility of me, and you will find rest for your souls. But in that, many times the yoke is seen as this thing of as we're working for the kingdom, as we're doing the work for Jesus and for God, then we need to come under the yoke of Jesus. But there's there's more to understand and to see here because Jesus, within the context of these verses, just before this, he is praying to his father in the start of verse 25. And then and then it's it's within the context of this prayer that he says these words. He's saying this as an extension of his prayer, where he thanks the Father for handing all things over to him. And and Jesus reveals the depth of intimacy and between the Father and himself in those few short verses. This is what he says there. He says, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. And then he goes on and he says, Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and to anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal to him. So he's he's thanking his Father for handing all things over to him. But it's and, and he says, we come to know the Father because he actually chooses to reveal him to us. And so it's within this prayer, this revelation of the intimate relationship that the Son experiences, experiences with the Father, which is a relationship like no other, that the invitation is extended to us to partake and experience in this life. And so, while yoke is, is commonly understood as referring to work or even perhaps to the law of God, this is not the picture that Jesus puts forth here. This is a, a much more intimate picture that he's, he's painting and presenting to us. And I, I really appreciate Daryl Johnson for helping me understand this. I, I want to um, read to you something that he says here that, that just so profoundly impacted me. As he prays, he turns toward his disciples and says, Come to me, take up my yoke, my yoke, something he himself wears. As it turns out, he has worn it from all eternity, for all eternity. He wore it during the days of his flesh on earth. He wears it even now. So his yoke is his relationship with his father, the relationship of affection and trust and intimacy. And wonder of wonders, he calls us to enter into that relationship with him. Take my yoke upon you. I, I really, I, I love that quote and that that way of thinking about this. The invitation to apprentice under Jesus is an invitation into this relationship of affection trust and intimacy, a relationship like no other. Wow. 
What, one of the core ideas that, that Daryl Johnson unpacks uh, in his book that I just read from, which is called Experiencing the Trinity, is this concept first put forth by Thomas Torrance. And, and the concept is that God draws near to us so that he may draw us near to himself so that he can draw us into the circle of his usness, the invitation to partake of the inner fellowship of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So I want to just repeat that, just so that we can begin to really think this through, that God draws near to us. That in itself is amazing, but so that he may draw us near to himself. So it's reciprocal. So that he can draw us into the circle of his usness into the inner fellowship that he has in the Godhead. John Dung's Scotus, he was a 13th century Christian philosopher. He, he talked about this and he said that those redeemed by Jesus Christ can only be called co-lovers of the Trinity. And so this is the gospel that God drew near to us when we were without hope. We were dead in sin to draw us to himself in order to draw us into the circle of his fellowship. Wow. And this is the very reason for my existence and your existence and for every single person. And so when we understand that this is within the context of what Jesus is praying, that relationship that he has with the Father, and we could go to John 17 and, and just you know, mind the depths of that one chapter to see that intimate relationship that he had. But that, the invitation to rest that Jesus offers to enter into that relationship is like no other. It is the greatest for healing our souls. And so the invitation stands to all of us. And this is part of what it means to be an apprentice of Jesus. This is the the beauty, the gift, and the invitation of following his way. He says, come to me and enter into this rest. Take my yoke, the relationship that I have with the Father and have experienced for all of eternity. It's yours to be had as well. What an incredible invitation. And so I want to leave you with that. Will you accept that invitation? Will you accept the invitation like no other? And will you apprentice and follow the way of Jesus and partake of the rest and the relationship that he has for you? Be blessed, my friends. Pray that this encourages you. And along with a couple of the other devotionals that we've done this week around some of these passages and seeking to understand how these speak of following the way of Jesus and being his apprentice, I think that this is also another great way to understand this, that there is sacrifice, there's surrender, we have to count the cost but it is also the invitation into relationship and into a life with God like nothing else can ever offer us, of course, except through Jesus, who is the way, the truth, and the life. Be blessed, and Lord willing, we will see you again. Mm-hmm.